the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. As we continue this vital series on a call to holiness, consider these questions. What does it mean to live holy? How do we live holy as Christians? Why must we live holy? If we are to affect the world for the kingdom of God, we must maximize our effectiveness by meeting God's requirements for kingdom living and kingdom building. Listen closely as Pastor Rander ministers to our hearts, minds, and souls. Remember to have your Bible pen and paper handy as you will want to take notes. Good morning. Isn't it good to be in the house of God? Have your Bibles turn with us, if you will, to First uh, Peter chapter 1, verses 14 through 16. First Peter chapter 1, verses 14 through 16, the last message in this eight-part series. And so the Lord has given many messages because he wants to build us up in our most holy faith unto the Lord. First Peter chapter 1, verses 14 through 16 says, As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust as in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. Again, the title of this series is A Call to Holiness. A Call to Holiness. With that being said, how do we live holy as Christians? We see evil perpetuated uh, all over the society. We see, we, we see all kinds of crime and assaults and uh, all drugs and, and drunkenness and embezzlement and stealing and killing and robbing and murder and injustice. What the world needs is to see a picture of true holiness. If the world can't see holiness in the church, well, then where is where else are they going to find it? They're not going to find it in politics. They're not going to find it in the movie industry. They're sure not going to find it in the video industry. Uh, we need to be a picture of what holiness is all about. As a matter of fact, people don't even say the word holy. We don't say the word Jesus enough. We don't say the word blood enough. We don't talk about justification enough. We don't talk about holiness enough. And we have been focusing on holiness because the truth be told, so much of the culture has drifted right into the church. Instead of church looking more like Jesus, the church is looking more like the world. And God is calling us to live what? Holy. With that being said, how do we live holy as Christians in an unholy world? Number one, hiding the word of God in our hearts keep us from sinning against him and others. Hiding the word of God in our hearts keep us from sinning against him and others. Psalms 119.11 says, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin 
against you. The word of God should be in our heart. We ought not be talking about the word. We ought to be, uh, we, we ought to be possessors of the word. Hiding the word of God in our heart will keep us from living a life of sin. We live in a day where people are casting off all restraints. People are doing what is right in their own, own eyes. And judgment is coming because God is a holy God and he will not tolerate sin, corruption, and degradation. Uh, you say, well, why hasn't he done something? Believe you me, he will. He is on the throne. He is in control and he's coming back. Hiding the word of God in our heart will keep us from, keep, keep us from living a life of sin. The more word we have in our heart, the less sin will be manifested in our lives. The more word we have in our heart, the less sin will be manifested or revealed in our lives. You are destined to fall into sin when Satan can get you to doubt the word of God. If he can doubt, get you to doubt the word of God, you're destined to fall into sin because there is no other sure foundation upon which we can stand. Beloved, apart from obedience to the scripture, there will be no holiness in one's life. I reiterate, that is, that is so, so very uh, critical. Apart from obedience to scripture, there will be no holiness in one's life. Living by the Bible results in holiness. Living by the Bible results in holiness. Living without the Bible results in a ungodly and hellish life. You want to live ungodly? You want to live hellish? Just stay away from the word. Don't let the word be primary in your life. Let there be a deficiency of the word in your life and you will live most ungodly and most hellish. Number two, how do we live holy as Christians? Christians live holy as we live in pursuit of Christ with our whole heart. Christians live holy as we live in pursuit of Christ with our whole heart. Only when we seek to attain holiness can we cultivate an intimate personal relationship with Christ. We cannot cultivate a personal, authentic, genuine relationship with Christ living like the devil and being filled with sin. Only when we seek to attain holiness can we cultivate an intimate relationship with Christ. When we are serious about Christ, when we are intentional about Christ, when we are passionate about seeking the Lord with all of our inner being, we will pursue his righteousness. When you are serious about Christ, you will pursue the knowledge of Christ. When you are serious about God, you will seek to please God. You will seek to worship God and you will seek to glorify Christ with your whole heart, with all of your inner being. Psalms 119.10a says, with my whole heart, the totality of my being, I have sought you. You can't kind of seek God. You can't have a little dab of God. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. My friend, how serious are you about your God? Number three, how do we live holy in an unholy world? To live holy as Christians, we must be alert, resist the devil and his temptations. To live holy 
You got to be alert. You got to know what's going on. You got to know your surroundings. You got to know, understand what you're hearing around you. You can't be naive. You got to be alert. You got to resist the devil and his temptations. Uh, Matthew uh, chapter four, verse one says, then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness, wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Our Lord was tempted and won the battle over temptation with the word of the living God. Matthew chapter four. If you turn there, if you will, if you can get there quick enough. Uh, Matthew chapter four, verse seven, verses seven, 10 and 11. A uh, Matthew chapter four, verses four, seven, 10, 11. A it says, but he answered and said, it is written. That's the word. That's how he fought the devil. Man will not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Verse seven, Jesus said to him, it is written. Look, the living word, the word of God. Again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Verse 10, then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written. He used the word on that devil. You shall worship the Lord your God and him only you will serve. Then verse 11a says, then the devil left him. Listen, you can't fight the devil with talk. You can't fight the devil in hypocrisy. You can't fight the devil in a, with a, sh- a shabby life, uh, a complacent life. You, you fight the devil with the word the, of God, the sword of the spirit. Beloved, Christ himself was tempted, which means none of us will be exempt from temptation as well. Christ was tempted. The son of God, God on earth, he was tempted and severely, adversely tempted. His temptations were very real. Now, if Jesus was tempted, who are you to think that you are not going to be tempted? And Jesus used the word. And if you don't use the word, Satan's going to cook your lunch and eat you up. Beloved, Christ himself was tempted, which means none of us will be exempt from temptation. The real question is, is there enough word in you to successfully resist the devil? Is there enough word in you to successfully resist the devil? My friend, being full of the word of God, being full of prayer, being filled with the Holy Spirit, and living a holy life are the surest ways to gain victory over Satan. It's the surest way to gain victory over temptation and satanic strategies. We are going to be tempted. Temptations are all around us. Cunning temptation, subliminal temptation, subtle temptation, open and blatant temptation. Young folk are tempted. Teenagers are tempted. Young adults are tempted. Older folk, you never get beyond temptation. You never get beyond a point where you you cannot fall. Satan doesn't care about how long you've been in Christ. You are subject to fall if you don't stay close to Christ and live by the authoritative word of God. Why don't you say amen? To live holy, we must be filled with the indwelling Holy Spirit. To live holy, we must love the Lord with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. To live holy, we must deny ourselves and follow Christ no matter what the cost. If we say we are living holy, any and all sin we commit will be convicting and we will be compelled to sincerely confess and repent 
of our sins and seek forgiveness and cleansing from Almighty God. As Christians, we are called to holiness. Ask yourself this question, where do I stand? This is the difference, my friend, between defeat and victory over temptation. Uh, Number four, how do we live holy as Christians? To live holy, we must guard what we see with our eyes. To live holy, we must guard what we see with our eyes. Uh, Psalms 119.37 says, turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things. There's some worthless things out there, some satanic things out there. Pornography is at an all-time high, even among Christians, even in the church, men and women, even children with the, with the advancement of the cell phone. It's just a click away. It says, turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. Now, sometimes you can't control when you see. Sometimes things that come right in front of you, and it's just blatantly in front of you. You weren't looking for it. You weren't trying to look for it, and there it is. Now, but it's another thing when you just keep staring at it, and and you gone by, and you still looking back, and you won't let it go, and your wife's trying to to get you to look forward. Uh, Look look forward. There's some stuff out there. They want you to see. Satan wants you to see. Satan walked by you. You think you got it all together? He said, watch this. Watch this. He's a low-down, dirty devil, and he'll put things in, in front of your eyes even when you're not looking for it. If we fail to guard what we see with our eyes, we will be more inclined to look at things that are worthless. If we don't guard what we put, uh, what we put before our eyes, we'll look at things that have no, no value, that's destructive to our character. We'll look at things that will destroy our reputation, our Christian testimony. Instead of focusing on such things, we need to implement Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, which says, set your mind, set your heart, your mind on things above. Don't, don't think low. Think high. Think Christ. Think above. His word, his way, not on the things of this earth. This will restore your joy. When you think on things above, you will have spiritual refreshment and will challenge, listen, and will challenge our lives to the next level. Our lives get challenged to the next level spiritually when we think on things above, which causes Christ to maximize our potential in Christ. Uh, Number five, how do we live holy in, in Christ? We live holy when we refuse, when we refuse to associate with evil company. We live holy when we refuse to associate with evil company. Psalms chapter one, verse one says, blessed is the man, woman who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. My friends, refuse to have close relationship with people who, who are evil rebellious, and wicked. And some of these folks that say they are Christians are just as evil, rebellious, and wicked. Some folk that come to church are just as evil, rebellious, and wicked. Now, uh, the church is a good place to find somebody to marry. It, it really is. I can quite y'all get now. But also, you can marry a devil right from the church house. That's right. That's right. So you you be very, 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 very careful. 
There are evil folk in the church. There are evil folk outside of the church. There are evil folk that are your relatives. There are evil folk in, in sororities and fraternities in your neighborhood and your old school boys and school girls on your job and everywhere. There are evil folk. You don't have to go far to find evil folk. They will desensitize you to the things that the scripture forbids. And you will end up spiritually backsliding. Uh, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20 says, he who walks with the wise, he who walks with wise men will be wise. You want to be wise? Walk with people who are wise. Walk with people who have the knowledge of God. Walk with people who are spiritual. Walk, Walk with people who are not about nonsense and foolishness. Walk with people who are not hypocrites. They say one thing and do another. He who walks with the who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companions of fools will be destroyed. You hang around fools long enough, they will destroy you and everything about you. You can be no better than the company you keep, and that's that's not for children. That's for grown folk too. There, there are some grown folk who run with bad company. Sometimes your relatives can be bad company. Do not expect to be successful or wise hanging around fools. I say it again. I don't think y'all got it. Do not expect to be successful or wise hanging around fools. Hanging around fools will make you a fool. A fool with a fool equals a fool. Hanging around fools will make a fool out of you. 1 Corinthians 15, 33 also says, don't be fooled by those who say such things for bad company corrupts good character. Number six, let's move on. Uh, How do you live holy in an unholy world? If we desire to live holy, we must ask the Lord to expose and remove secret sins from our lives. If we desire to live holy, we must ask the Lord to expose and remove secret sins from our lives. Psalms 1912b says, cleanse me from secret faults. Proverbs 28:13 says, he who covers his sins will not prosper. Some folk rather fight than switch, fight than repent. He who covers his sins will not prosper. You may get by, but you will not get away. God has a way of showing you up, calling you out, and sounding out your sin from the rooftop. But whoever confesses and forsake them will have mercy. I have a question. Sometimes you can say amen and have a two-ton Bible with you, a big old heavy uh, 10-pound cross around your neck, and you can say hallelujah, wait, praise the Lord, and wave your hand and all of that. But I, okay, we see you. But now the question is, can people see Christ in you in your private life? Now that's what you need to be writing down. Some of y'all don't want to write that down. That's too convicted. Convicting. Can people see Christ in you in your private life? Oh, no, you can show, oh, yeah, people can put on a, a public show. They look, stop making a big deal about people. You don't know how they live it in their quiet. Oh, she looks so spiritual. You're right, look. There's one thing in looking spiritual. It's another thing in being spiritual. 
That's right. God didn't say look holy. He said, be holy. Be holy. Can people see Christ in your private life? That's where it counts. Proverbs 15, 3 also says the eyes of the Lord are in every place. You know, there's no place where the Lord's eyes are not. Keeping watch on the evil and the good. There are many, listen, there are many things we, we would not think. There are many things we would not say or do if we knew that the Lord was watching us and listening to us. That's right. Many things we wouldn't say, many things we wouldn't think, and many things we wouldn't do. God sees the evil and the good that we do. What we profess inwardly, we need to practice outwardly. If you say you're holy, then people ought to see that in your character. They ought to see it in your disposition. They ought to see it in your attitude. They ought to see it in your mouth and how you talk, in your behavior, your posture, your dress, what you put on what you put on your body, how you, where you go and where you choose not to go. They ought to see it. They ought to not be able to miss it in your life. You say, I got Jesus, then people ought to see it manifested outwardly. It's one thing to say you have it. It's another thing to, to put it on display. What you, what you have outwardly, what you have inwardly ought to be manifested outwardly. You may get away with hiding your sins from people, but it is impossible to hide your sins from an all-seeing God. I tell you what, if you keep in mind that God is looking at you, there are a whole lot of people you won't let in your car. That's right. There's a whole lot of people. As a matter of fact, you know God was looking at you. You go home at night. What you doing? What are you rambling out there for at one o'clock in the morning? What you looking for? Look how quiet it got. Not got. You're not, all y'all not just going on a river walk. You're not on a river boat. Yeah, you not come on, come on, come on. Where you where you going? Some of y'all don't put your shoes on to ten o'clock, to ten o'clock, and then when it gets and then you walk, you become clock watchers in the house of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 may get away with hiding your sins from people, but it is impossible to hide your sins from an all seeing God. God is not blinded. You have absolutely nothing to gain from hiding secret sins. Nothing. You, you have absolutely, say absolutely. absolutely. Say it again. Absolutely. Say it one more time. Absolutely. You have absolutely nothing to gain from hiding your sins, but you do have everything to lose by hiding and covering up your sins. You lose your anointing, the power of God. You lose your character. Sin will cause you to lose your reputation. Sin will cause you to lose your joy. Many folk have lost their family because of sin, their health because of sin. Sin will cause you to lose your freedom. It'll cause you to, it'll cause you to have a light pocketbook. Sin is expensive. Now you got to pay uh, alimony and child support and all this other stuff when you should have just uh, uh, behaved yourself and lived holy. Uh, these, these attorneys, you can say, I'm sorry or you won't, but they're going to say, well, I'm going to help you, but here, they, they, they give you that first little counseling session free, but that's all they're going to give. That one little session, and after that, you pay through your pocketbook. Look, are y'all still out there? That's right. That's right. Now, some of y'all, some of y'all by radio and television, is already, y'all got children everywhere, children all in different states and all that. If those babies are yours, you ought to take care of them. The state 
or the government ought not have to force you to take care of, 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 of that child. You, you made that decision. You laid up. There's responsibility for pledge. You want the pleasure without the responsibility. Look at nobody. Where's the amen? And if, I'm, if I'm telling the truth, somebody say a big amen out there. Amen. That's what's wrong with society. How are we going to affect, affect society and y'all, 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 y'all gone AWOL? Yeah. Amen. Y'all go straighten up. Put some restraints on. Ask God to put some boundaries around you. Say boundaries. boundaries. You need boundaries around your private parts. You need boundaries around your eyes. You need boundaries around your feet. You need boundaries around your ears. You need boundaries around your life. You say, God, hedge me in. Put some boundaries around me. That's right. Sin will cause you to lose your life. Number seven, I'm taking my time. (laughs) To live holy as Christians, we must abstain from fleshly lust. To live holy as Christians, we must abstain from fleshly lust. First Peter chapter two, verse 11 says, beloved, I beg you, I urge you, I beg you as sojourners. In other words, you're traveling through and pilgrims. Don't you know we're pilgrims? Abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul. Abstain. Say abstain. Abstain. Stay away from Be mindful as God's representatives on earth and that we are, we are sojourners. We are pilgrims. We are passing through. This world is not our home. We are aliens. We are strangers in our earthly pilgrimage toward our heavenly home. This world is not our home. As we choose to live holy each day of our lives, Satan will seek to destroy us and our testimony. That's his goal. We have a goal, too, to lean on the everlasting arms of Jesus and finish well. As we live for our Lord and Savior, though we are weak, we become strong. Why? Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.